G'day, welcome to Partaker's Podcast. Come and listen. Reading from Leviticus chapter 10, verses 1 to 11. Aaron's sons Nadab and Abihu took their censers, put fire in them, and added incense, and they offered unauthorized fire before the Lord, contrary to his command. So fire came out from the presence of the Lord and consumed them, and they died before the Lord. Moses then said to Aaron, This is what the Lord spoke of when he said, Among those who approach me I will be proved holy. In the sight of all the people I will be honoured. Aaron remained silent. Moses summoned Mishael and Elsaphan, son of Aaron's uncle Uziel, and said to them, Come here, carry your cousins outside the camp, away from the front of the sanctuary. So they came and carried them, still in their tunics, outside the camp as Moses ordered. Then Moses said to Aaron and his sons Eleazar and Ithamar, Do not let your hair become unkempt, And do not tear your clothes, or you will die, and the Lord will be angry with the whole community. But your relatives, or the Israelites, may mourn for those the Lord has destroyed by fire. Do not leave the entrance to the tent of meeting, or you will die, because the Lord's anointing oil is on you. So they did as Moses said. Then the Lord said to Aaron, You and your sons are not to drink wine or other fermented drink whenever you go into the tent of meeting, or you will die. This is a lasting ordinance for the generations to come, so that you can distinguish between the holy and the common, between the unclean and the clean, and so you can teach the Israelites all the decrees the Lord has given them through Moses. In our last podcast we saw scenes of great and exultant joy when Aaron and Moses came out of the tent of meeting. Today, though, in Leviticus 10, it's a bit different. Nadab and Abihu, sons of Aaron, the high priest, start their duties. They take their pans, fill them with hot coals from a fire, place aromatic incense on the coals, and offer this to God as an act of worship. The fire from the glory of the Lord comes out, engulfs them and they die. What happened? Nadab and Abihu hadn't followed the strict guidelines as given by the Lord and had therefore violated all the instructions given to them. Strict regulations were required to be followed by sinful humans to be in and work within God's holy presence. How different can these two scenes be? The passage yesterday we looked at Fire represented God's presence and spoke of his love, warmth, purity and blessing upon his people. Here though, today, in Leviticus chapter 10, the fire represents a different aspect of God's presence through his active holiness and therefore danger and judgment. Who were Nadab and Abihu? They were Aaron's eldest sons and had received a privileged upbringing. From close quarters, they had observed God at work. When Moses went up Mount Sinai to speak with God and receive the stone tablets containing the Ten Commandments, they were there, 
They had just spent the previous week in training for their new jobs as priests and servant to God. No doubt they had witnessed at very close quarters the fire we spoke of yesterday in Leviticus chapter 9 verse 24. Yet in spite of all this, they did what was contrary to the guidelines given them. Clear guidelines. They were disobedient. Their sin consisted of three fatal offences. They had used alcohol, they had made their own fire, and they had entered the most holy place. Each of these actions alone could have cost them their lives. We don't know why they did it. It could have been pride, jealousy or impatience that led them to disobey the strict guidelines. Or in the light of Leviticus 10 verse 8, perhaps they had had too much wine. It may well be that they were caught up in the excitable fever of the joyous occasion and wanted joy, joy like a drug. Perhaps they thought they were doing God a big favour by zealously embracing their roles as priests and wanting to offer as many sacrifices as they could. We will never know. We do know, though, that what may have seemed right to them most certainly wasn't right to God. We know that they actively disobeyed God. They chose to do it. In offering a strange or unauthorized fire, they had disregarded God's instructions for the timing, place and manner of worship. These guys, they were priests. They had been set apart to a life of serving God and his people. They had now paid the ultimate consequence for their disobedience. Their disobedience is referred to again in Leviticus 16 in the regulations for the annual Day of Atonement. We talk about that in later podcasts. These regulations were probably given to ensure that this never again occurred. Aaron, their father, was struck silent and stunned. Wouldn't you be? Aaron had seen at first hand that in a life of true joy, God requires obedience over sacrifice. Aaron and his remaining sons were not to mourn or appear to be sorrowful. This was to signify the seriousness of Nadab and Abihu's disobedience. Now to us, in the 21st century, this may seem very harsh. But Aaron and his remaining sons had to prioritize service to God over commitment to family. This was symbolic of joy. Jehovah over yourself. Aaron and his other sons had to remain engaged in priestly duties and responsibilities. Other members of the family, however, were allowed to mourn. As for the main lesson to learn from this incident, it's all about inappropriate worship. However, while there is a lesson there about inappropriate worship, I think there is a greater lesson for us today which is clearly visible. More about that in the podcast tomorrow. That's it for today. Come back every day to www.partakers.co.uk where there is something uploaded to help you as a Christian disciple wherever you are in this world to live for Jesus Christ.
Our books are also available on our Amazon site at www.pulptheology.com. See you later.